This isn't a D&D podcast. Uh, not really. It's only, allegedly, a D&D podcast. This isn't a group of seasoned tabletop battle veterans. No. This is a group of disaster humans out to roll bones, make questionable jokes, and possibly, if they're lucky, find some kind of story along the way. And they're guided gently by me, a sentient dumpster fire. We just wanted to be extremely clear about what y'all are getting yourselves into. That being said, welcome to Horizons Point, you goddamn nerds. Let's get weird. Citizens! Welcome to Horizons Point, an actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast. I thought I would be Sean Connery. I hope that was good for everybody. Was it? If not, don't tell me. It'll crush my fragile sensibility. I'm very fragile right now. Hi, it's me. I'm the fragile person. It's me. Hi, my name is Ashley. I am your DM. My pronouns are she, her. And uh, today, DM stands for your dilapidated melon. You know, I got angles where there should be round parts and like there are protuberances where there shouldn't be protuberances don't say protuberances it if was, you don't mean it, it was a mistake by god that shouldn't have happened but you know what you can't unhoney do what's already been honey done get <laughs> out yay <laughs> i did a war crime happy pride <laughs> This will release well after Pride. I don't. I don't think I, I, can, I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can do this today. Yay! I don't think I can do this. Yay! Yay! yay I want you to know yay. the cat started yelling. Yay! <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna turn I'm proud this you. whole thing watermelon now. Is that anything? Uh-huh. Is that also? Can we just keep, no. <laughs> keep doing fruit puns? Because happy pride. <laughs> we are fruit puns. <laughs> Speaking of fruit puns, <laughs> Adam fist pumped triumphantly. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Adam. My pronouns are fruit puns. <laughs> and I play Jenny, also pronoun fruit puns. <laughs> yeah. The song goes out to those I'm about to fight. Those who teach, teach, you're a turd. And with your friends, you stole my bird. Teach, you will fall. I don't care if I have to fight you all. Teachers, 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 I'll fight you. Topical. Very did you rhyme turd and bird? I did. Mm-hmm. That's just science right there. Speaking of turds and birds, I'm Caroline. She, her. Uh-huh. Playing Ethan Hay McKay. Also she, her. Also Fruit Loops. Um, <laughs> Aoife is uh, feeling frisky and fruity at Fisky. Yum! Yes! Frisky at Fisky! Smelling Frisky at Fisky! That's gotta be a team name of something at Fisk, right? <laughs> We're the Frisky Fiskies! That's their cheerleading squad. For all the sports that they have. No, they're there to cheer every time they throw a war crime over the wall. <laughs> they're like, yay! Speaking and of then, war crimes! Oh, speaking of war crimes, <laughs> what up? <laughs> 
Uh, Fruits and Loops. I'm Paige. Uh, my pronouns are knock knock. Who's there? Banana. Banana who? Knock knock. Who's there? Oh no. Banana. <laughs> no, not this <laughs> one. Who's there? Banana. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't shame me for my bit uh-huh. I thought of 10 seconds ago. Uh, but banana who? Aren't you glad I didn't say banana? Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm here to bring in the chaos um so anyway i i play brenna i'm sorry but i'm not sorry without a body i was getting bored i'd much prefer to be adored so i've taken louise who's a nine eight at least oh and side note braids in some sword you're welcome. <laughs> I would have thought she found uh, limericks beneath her. There's some residual bullshit in here. I can't help it all. <laughs> Someone wrote this for me. I just read it. <laughs> Whatever. So we are we are off the rails. Uh, this is the this is a good time at any uh, to mention that uh, we love we love our mic very much, uh, and our mic unfortunately needs to step back for the podcast to do things like raise a baby, which feels hard inappropriate yeah. feels hard um, that sounds hard yeah. it feels difficult mike's baby's adorable she's great and we love her uh but she also requires a lot of did you guys know babies babies do require a lot of work mm. i keep hearing this <laughs> sus. It's wild. sus um sus so anyway mike will hopefully join us for some one shots there may be a point in the future where he's able to come back but for now uh we wish him the best in raising his beautiful beautiful baby who's super cute and awesome and we will find a way to do some satisfying things with orion off screen we might let the baby dm a one shot so we might let the baby dm a one shot she can't do worse than i do on an everyday basis <laughs> so every time the baby poops we switch characters <laughs> yes <laughs> yes you guys want to recap yes, about please. The thing? yes please shall we do a recap let's do it recap still reeling from their rock battle team tbd nevertheless found themselves back in the real world and in their corporeal bodies pretty much unscathed better than unscathed. No one lost their mind. Brenna has full control over Louise's no longer super poisoned looking body. Braith is suddenly way more rad than usual. Okay, that part's not great. The illustrious Kevin seems to have stolen her body and drop kicked her into the sword. Not ideal, but the God Squad has offered to figure out a way to fix that problem by keeping Kevin Wick locked up in Aaliyah's blood hut while our heroes focus on how to handle what's left of Strike. Kevin Wick? Braith Wick? Braith? Braith? Braithin? Braithvin? Don't give Braithvin. them a yeah. ship name. It's not a Don't ship name. Don't you It's Braithvin. <laughs> After realizing that the communication device y'all took off of Louise was tied to her fingerprints or something specifically, Brenna practiced her Louise impression and initiated a conversation with the strike team. She convinced them all to rendezvous the following day, even without having taken acting classes at Fist. One strike member rolled well enough to know that something was up and bad enough to act stupid about it, so you engaged in a wary conversation that ended with an invitation to meet this person in their office to discuss further. A thing you can easily do, since you know who that person is and where they work and all. Meanwhile, Aoife and Ginny send a message to Darf Shipriches. <laughs> Forgot I wrote that. Aoife and Ginny sends a message to Darf Shipriches asking to talk some things out. He agreed to meet you at the requested location, a defunct safe house of Bennett's. Before heading out, you all raided the potion shop and picked up an emotional support centuries-old knife team to take with you. Once at the safe house, Mallory and Brenna took to the shadows while Ginny and Aoife presented themselves openly. Shitbridges appeared to know his way around the place, oddly enough, and that combined with the fact that he finally introduced himself as Harrison, let Aoife put together that he is probably Bennett's latest terrible boner-related mistake. She's gonna cut it off. There's no more issues here. Brenna did eventually show herself, pretending to be Louise, and y'all did learn 
based on that, that he honestly, truly believes that he is immortal. Through a series of incredibly statistically unlikely persuasion rolls, like improbably high, even for you fuckos, I do not think you rolled lower than a 23 at any point, she revealed himself to be more interested in being on the winning side, whichever side that may be, so maybe not a friend, but possibly one less active antagonist, at least temporarily. He also assured Aoife he had no intention of hurting Bennett, talked about her parents fondly, and through a very clever deception, gave the group the info they needed. The strike team member who'd invited them to talk was Willa Morrissey, aka Professor Pearl Bramer, a high-level wizarding professor at Fisk. So uh, that is where you guys are. You have uh, finished your conversation with Harrison, aka Darf Shitbridges. What would you guys like to do? Looks like we need to go back to school. Bum, bum, bum. Why? I mean, yes, but why? <laughs> Sorry, that's a gut reaction because school is very boring. I'm going to cut Bennett's dick off. Oh, but like, give it a day or two. First. Let me play Dorsey with Dorsey Cochran, not Bennett Sachs. Dorsey <laughs> me, Cochran. Poké no los dos. <laughs> Stop stifling me. Her new body knows Spanish. What is going to be real bad? Look at this. Look, if this is a mistake that you she want just to make. She her tits out. Look at <laughs> She literally takes her shirt off. She's like, look at these. They're great. I don't want to waste them. Yeah. And if you use them on minute sex, you would be wasting them. They're going to spoil. <laughs> <laughs> no, now that we have the poison sucked out of them, they'll be fine. <laughs> so anyways, I need to, I'm going to have to. If if I cut it off, then he can't keep sticking it in places where it's I mean, going to get him killed, right? I know it was somebody who was trying to murder everyone. He, he keeps tripping dick first into issues that are going to get him killed. Or that we can use as leverage. Ginny and Mallory are just standing back watching this. <laughs> yeah, Mallory's like, I mean, if he deserves to get his dick cut off, then. What if he fucks more members of the strike team so that we can use them as leverage against all of them? I feel like that's probably a solid I plan. would like for my little brother to be alive. Just dickless. Just dickless in a lot. <laughs> just dickless. The shipbridge's wolf said he wasn't going to hurt him. Now he just has to fuck, what, three? Three more? No. So if we do go to this, back to the school, are we just going to outright murder this person in the middle of the school? Because it kind of feels like maybe a bad idea. I mean, yeah, her office is probably the better choice. It seems like they want to talk. It didn't sound like in a very good for us way, but you're right. Hear me out. What if we just find a way to get that damn ring off her hand? Problem solved. I mean, that would be the easiest way. How many hit points does a finger have? Hey, DM, how many hit points, how many hit points does a have? finger have? I don't think it's about the hit points of the <laughs> finger so much as the AC finger would be a very high AC because it's a very small. What about the AC of a wrist? Probably a lower uh, AC, but, but more hit points. It's just a hand and we can get the ring off. That hand will have far less recourse to fight us all. Louise, you talked about how you took the ring off and you realized how manipulated you were being. That only barely worked with the dwarf. Yeah, but this person seems crazy. What if it was a dare? Like, ooh, look how powerful I am without it. Boop. Double dog dare you. Mm. You know, you have spells now. Louise didn't have spells. Oh, that's neat. You took the ring off and you got more powers. Oh, I like this. I like we this could start a, a cult of Louise. I have a very high deception score, so I like this. <laughs> and I can also give you advantage. Do we, we, do we still have the ring, right? Because uh, I yes. yes. Okay, cool. I think Aoife takes off her, her necklace and puts her wedding rings back on and strings the creepy ring 
onto it and puts it around your neck. We tell her that you took the ring off and you discover that they were uh, masking powers that would let you have succeeded much faster and gone back home like a hundred years ago. I mean, we can give it a try, but can we just have murder as a backup immediately? Is oh, that yeah, murder. Absolute, absolute plan B. Murder is literally always the backup. Nobody tell my girlfriend. So she's like a high-level professor, right? That's what that's what Shipperchus said. I think we need our nerd, right? I mean, Ginny and Brenna would both at least have heard this woman's name. I think I think you guys rolled last time. Neither of you would have had her because she is a high enough level wizard mm-hmm. professor that you would not have like an intro class with her or anything. So like Orion probably would have more information about the professor persona that she has projected, but like the professor sona. <laughs> Her professor Sona, but it likely wouldn't be any more information about who she actually is. But you guys would know, like, yeah, Pearl Bramer is a high-level wizarding professor. And alums just walk onto campus? If we have an appointment. Is there a check-in process? With a professor. I mean, you know who could help us get through everything? Minuet Fisk. Oh, Minnie has guns, too. Um... This will be fun. I don't really want her parading her bangs around in public. Can't we just give it time to grow back out? I like that it could be bangs as in hair or bangs as in gun or bangs <laughs> as in getting naked. Either way, we don't want it. Any bangs. Eva looks at her fake, uh, not real watch on her wrist. She looks at her empty wrist. Do you think that Minnie's bangs can grow out in the next... Ashley, how much time do we have? A narratively appropriate amount of time. Get me some chia seeds and somebody who knows how to cast plant growth. (laughs) (laughs) No. So I guess we're going to minis. So the way that Fisk is set up is there are a series of buildings essentially arranged in like, however, what's the, what's the angle word for five? Uh, Not a hexagon. uh, Pentangle? Or a pentagon. Pentagramangle? It's a pentagon. Yeah. So it's like a pentagon of buildings around like an open... Yeah, like... war crimes come out of the pentagon. I get it. <laughs> and canon confirmed. <laughs> so the so the, the buildings are arranged in like a pentagon around sort of like a green space sort of quad area. So you could probably be like on the quad area doing whatever it is that you wanted to do. But if you go into any of the buildings there's going to be some sort of administration wanting to know what your business is, especially like if you're trying to get into the professor's offices, they'll be somewhere being like, oh, so-and-so doesn't have office hours right now. You know, they have people set up. So language clarification here, is that going to be like an administrator or campus security or do they matter like the real guards? Uh, it would be like an administrator. Oh, then we definitely don't have to take them seriously. Let's just go. No, security probably exists, and like the administrator could likely call security, but like it's not like there are campus cops making you check in before you can go talk to your professor. It's literally just a you know if you if you walk into the administration building, you're like, hey, I'm here to see Professor So and So, and that person could say, you know, do you have an appointment? Like. It's it's basically like one sort of executive assistant for all of the the professors for the most part. It's not set up well. Did you think that Minnie's dad like set up a a place where he would like pay several people fairly to manage other people's schedules? No, absolutely not. It's one person who's probably having a bad life. You know, like most executive assistants. I hate this city. I hate this city. <laughs> All that to say, if you guys went and got Minnie, she could bypass that. If you guys went and got Minnie, you would then have to deal with Minnie. 
with with, with murder as a backup, then the guns are going to be helpful. And we'll just find some hot co-ed to pawn her off on, worst case. No notes. <laughs> Minnie brings a certain uh, je ne sais quoi of chaos to a situation that I think might be helpful in this case. Let's go get our bespoke NPC. As we send Mallory back to the potion shop to wait for us till she is recruited again. <laughs> you guys go to the party switch screen and try out <laughs> yeah. Mallory for yeah. Minnie. We could do it Fallout 4 style where she and Minnie, who don't actually know each other, <laughs> trade... Uh, Lines when we trade in PCs. <laughs> yeah, they just look at each other and go, Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> and then she just walks home. <laughs> or at least until she's out of frame. And then she goes back to sanctuary. As we walk off, Jenny does tossle their hair and pull it into friend pigtails so that Minnie is not the only one with a stupid haircut. <laughs> Beautiful. Smash cut. Smash cut. Uh, you guys. <laughs> Uh, you guys make your way over to the Fisk estate. I don't think anybody would ask any questions about Jenny being there and like whoever Jenny might have brought with them. These are my hangers on today. These are today's groupies and all the servants are like, yeah, probably. But you are able to hear gunshots sort of from like the backyard sort of area. Uh, not in the peacock enclosure, like the yard area sort of around there. I just, I just wave at Owington the butler and say, I'll find my way. So you, you have a good idea of where Minnie is uh, based on the sounds of gunshots, if you guys want to follow the, the noise around to the back of the uh, the estate where you do hear... Wait, this is Fisk. Why am I talking about peacock closures? Because in my head, I have the setup. I was of, like, um, because all the rich people has... in the city has peacocks. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> None of us questioned it. We were like, yeah. The has got peacocks. And as a child, Minnie was like, we need peacocks. They can't be the only ones with peacocks. Because her dad is like, all right, we'll get like a peacock. So there's like one peacock that just wanders around looking confused. It's Burdifer's like, actual sworn enemy. <laughs> <laughs> Except it doesn't know because it's a real ass it peacock and not an elder horror. <laughs> yeah, it's just a regular ass peacock. It's kind of derpy looking. But Minnie's like, yeah, that's my peacock. you. So you follow the sound of gunshots out around to the back of the estate and you can find Minnie there. Ginny waves at the peacock on the way past and says, hey, Turdifer. <laughs> uh, runs into a wall accidentally oh keeps going the other way poor thing so so overbred wait i have an idea this could be very funny and brenna kind of like scampers ahead a little bit and uh puts on like like her best cop walk and starts walking up towards Minnie. uh excuse me uh miss we've heard some disturbances <laughs> Are you guys like hiding as? Oh, Eva, Eva is hiding and just going. She's gonna shoot her. It's gonna be so funny. We're in a topiary. Uh, stealth checks from both of you, please. <laughs> We're in a topiary. <laughs> uh, fourteen. Uh oh. Mm -hmm. What's my stealth? Oh, my stealth is actually not bad. It's a ten. Hey, actually, let me double check that I'm doing this right. Hold on. Oh wait, no, I got a nineteen. Eva hmm. becomes a bathtub. <laughs> I am the topiary. So uh, you you say that, and Minnie turns around. Her bangs are just slightly too short. <laughs> like, it's, it's almost, it's sadder because she was so close to actually having done it right. And she just went a little too, you know, you know, it's like, oh, it's perfect. Oh, I'll just go a little more. Oh, I'll just go. And then you can't go back. But she, she kind of whips around and like, she glares at you. And with her 20 perception check, she looks immediately past you, ignores you entirely, uh, and says, Why are you hiding in the fucking bushes, you idiots? What? What do you want? Well, you didn't make that fun at all. Did you set a cop on me? 
Now her bangs are a little too short, too. <laughs> Ginny's just cracking up. Minnie looks furious. Who are you? What are you doing here? Leave me alone. I don't know, but if they continue to make fun of your adorable little bangs, I'm on your side because we've all been there, right? You two have to leave. She can stay. Yes. She's my friend now. I win. Eva pulls the flask off her hip, unscrews it, and just hands it over. You can also stay. Ginny drapes over Brenna's shoulder and just says, Hey, you want to know who she is? Your new best friend? You know her? You love her as much as you hate her fucking bird. Three guesses, the first two don't count. <laughs> this is a fun game. I'm going to see if Vinny can put things together. It doesn't <laughs> feel like a thing she'd be able to do. Her sister's in a sword, but at least we got them apart. It's an 18, though. She, Her eyes sort of narrow, and she, like, looks between all three of you. Ta-da! Ta-da! You're not. Fucky things happen in the fog. You do look like a huge bitch, so it could be you. <laughs> I choose to take that as a compliment. Yeah, that's you. Okay, welcome back. Good, I'm <laughs> glad you. you got... This is a very... Where did you get this? Is this good? Do we like this? I, I like think it's it. a fun change. It's nice to have all of it be mine for once. That's a good thing. Yeah, I heard... Yeah, I... Mm, yeah. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She does a little Great. twirl. So, like... <laughs> okay, don't milk it too much. She moves her body like a cyclone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm mad at all of you. What do you want? Why are you mad at me? Because you're by association. We're all guilt by association. You're, you're mad at Hornhead. I did you too. You went to the beach and you didn't fucking invite me. You knew I wanted to go to the beach. Okay, Manny. What? Has anybody ever explained to you about actions and consequences? I do not see what that has to do with literally anything. <laughs> um, But long story short, we're trying to sneak into the school to uh, do a lie and maybe a murder. Do you want to help? Because it would be fun to do a lie and maybe a murder. She just sort of Will Smith memes at Brenna. Buried the lead. (laughs) See, she walks in here and says, hey, we're doing a fun thing. Do you want to be included? That is all I have ever wanted in my whole life. And everyone seems to be ignoring me and not inviting me to do fun things or important things. Also, to be fair, the beach is kind of full of nerds. So really, mm, is it really? It is. They all just want to help each other all the time. Also, Minnie. If you don't storm away when we're going to do a cool thing, then you get to come do the cool thing. You were supposed to stop me. I wasn't. <laughs> but you're supposed, I know you didn't, but you're supposed to no, and you no, didn't no. do it. So I... it's not my fault that you did it wrong. No, I, Aoife. <laughs> You'll learn. It's okay. You'll learn. Okay, Minnie, Minnie, Minnie. What? Minnie. What? Well, I had just gotten my husband's robot form out of a hole. What do you think I was going to do with my time? We've all got problems. <laughs> <laughs> like while she's looking at you she like aims the gun at the targets that she's been shooting at and just shoots again uh-huh how bad did she miss <laughs> she's not looking i mean i gave her disadvantage and she rolled a six and a three so <laughs> she's uh-huh. off into the woods and you just hear good 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 shot ma'am got that one right in the shoulder good job thank you so you want to do a murder on who like i'm going to help you obviously i have pretty much diplomatic immunity on that campus so whatever you want obviously the head yes, of it's the not wizarding school the head of the wizarding school i don't know how it works yeah whatever she works she works in wizards they they read books and not like yeah, the nerds. fun kind that tell me a story she stole my bird she stole toggles? Yeah. Who we're going to fuck her up. Yeah, that's why she has that body, because they took toggles. 
that makes total sense and i require no more information let's do it look i just want to look i'm in a mood today and i just want to shoot things so thank you for coming to invite me i appreciate it even though it sounds like you do really need more really need me more in the situation that i need either of you any of you all of you yeah you definitely need me so i'm just saying remember that and remember that i'm important well, of course you're important we wouldn't be bringing you along otherwise thank you and anyone who's going to say different <sighs> is a fool Exactly. Why were Ginny we just friends? leans over to Aoife and says, oh, she's way easier to deal with with Brenna here. This is great. Aoife just sighs. <laughs> he goes, I want to go back to the edge. <laughs> I want to go back to the dirty boys who don't shower. At least I know how to talk to them. God damn it. It's All you have people. to do is make us feel pretty and important. I don't know what's so hard about this. Why is that so difficult? It's not that difficult. Tell it's me I'm pretty. Tell me my new haircut is good. Tell me my brother is stupid. And tell me that you were wrong for ignoring me. Your brother's oh my God, your brother is so your brother's stupid. Dumb. I can jump thank in that you. one too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Fucking idiot. Okay, let's go kill somebody. Yay. Aoife just walks the hallway just <laughs> in, in the Borg. <laughs> if we weren't just... on our way to do a lie, then I was going to try and slip her the can't tell a lie for 1D four days potion and ask her again how good hose bangs are. <laughs> <laughs> as as it stands, Ginny takes the fall asleep for 1D four days <laughs> potion and just jots a note and sticks it on there and says, when all this shit's done. Ashley, just so you know, I am holding an action until right before Brenna goes into Morrissey's office mm -hmm. to cast Enhance Ability Eagle's Splendor. Eagle's Splendor. Peacock Splendor. More like it. <laughs> Yeah, the the splend I'm gonna cast the splendor of Birdifer on Brenna. And she's just going to somehow become bitchier and very proud of her hair. But I'm gonna hold that action like we are close to Morrissey's office, but out of earshot of it. So do you guys give Minnie any more information on the walk over? Now that she has been placated and you guys have said that Gideon is stupid and her hair is cute and she's pretty and stuff, you are now able to have a conversation with her. You did need to get that out of the way first. Uh, but do you guys give her any more information on who it is you're trying to find or why? Or she doesn't seem to need it, but she may act on the information that she assumes rather than any actual info that you may give her. Eve is not offering up anything. I think that Brenna would just be delightedly babbling at her a little bit, having found someone uh, she feels is kind of on the same, somewhat, somewhat additional, of course, because, you know, she and Ginny are besties. Um, but then also the like, oh, we can talk about how cruel the world is for not immediately giving us everything we want all the time and telling us how beautiful we are. But I think she kind of at a high level talks about like, oh, and by the way, it probably feels a little weird that we're going to try to maybe kill this professor, but an alien who's trying to murder everyone here. So definitely worth it, but not in any super detail about like what LA is or the strike team and like all that. Just like what you need to know is this person bad. And if it breaks bad and reflects on us, that diplomatic immunity, we need you to help. Yeah. I don't think she would require any more than that. I, I was going to say, Ginny will just casually tell her everything unless told not to. But given their interaction back and forth, Ginny's going to let Brenna take this one since she's in a mood today. And once it goes into that, Ginny will just sort of nod affirmingly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sometimes you just smile and nod. I get it. <laughs> yeah, she she will not require any more information than that, but you do tell her, like, this is the person that we're looking for, so she knows who she is supposed to take you to. Okay, Um. on the way, can I do a slight detour? 
You can. Where would you like to go? I would like to stop into whatever Brenna would know is like the nicest bottle shop in the rich district and get a very nice bottle of wine. You can do that. An absolutely wizened, super tiny little gnome lady is standing on a step stool behind this bottle shop and gives you an absurdly expensive bottle of wine. Excellent. So as they continue to walk, uh, I think without even breaking stride or the like babbling girl talk that she's doing with Minnie, um, she like pops open the bottle, drains roughly a third of it, pat like uh-huh. passes it to whoever, um, and then is going to pour the for- forget last language you spoke for 1D4 days into it and okay. then hand it to Aoife and say, um, would you cast mending on this, please? Thank you very much. Aoife casts mending on it. Okay. You guys are able to drink enough pour this this forget the last language that you spoke into the uh into the bottle and Aoife casts mending which makes it look as though the bottle has never been opened neat great <laughs> i shouldn't have i should have <laughs> hey 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 uh dm's out there a little bit of a lesson when you're like hey let me find some silly things for my my players to find in this potion shop that are useless and funny read the list before you start letting them roll for which one they get because sometimes they're not useless and silly, and sometimes they're going to ruin your life with it. I could have put the skeleton potion in instead, because <laughs> that would have just been funny, but I it feel like this have. might be more useful. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> my balls! Why are my balls here? So, uh, you guys, fill many in as much as you feel the need to. You make your way over to the campus of Fisk, which is five separate buildings sort of in a in a pentagon around this sort of uh quad i guess it would be the pent instead of the quad wouldn't it? <laughs> terrible it would be the pent terrible to say hate it it's in a tent in the pent there's a there's a, a green space Getting bent in the pent <laughs> i'm sure many people did but there are different buildings for like different levels of class that you were in or different types of class there's like a practicum building that has like you know for uh, like theater and music they would have like like little rooms like practice rooms with pianos in them and stuff like that or like a lab area practical rooms that you might need to do whatever it is that you're going to do and then there is an administration building where all of the professors have their offices so it is likely that you guys oh, so it's are more of a sext instead uh, of a pent should be if there's six buildings pent. There's uh there's only five because there's the like the sixth um, one is silent. The sixth one was in our hearts all along. There's three like different school buildings. There's a practicum building and then an administration building. So you guys know that you will likely need to go to the administration building. Y'all do you have to keep Aoife from drifting towards a professor that agreed to have class outside? She's like, I wanna learn. You do see, you do see like one like a hippy dippy ass pr- professor who's probably working with like teenagers, like very young kids. Like little sparks are flying. Like you know, you could leave Gizmo there on. and then watch class through her eyes. I don't have B sense anymore. Ah, that's what happens when you become a cleric. What have we learned, kids? God ruins everything. Um, so we have the administration building. We have like the lower school, which is like teenagers usually like ages 15 to 18 this is like a special like after school kind of thing where they're kind of like hey you have magic we're going to teach you how to control it until you get here for real there's a secondary school building which is like the general classrooms for most of the college kids there's the upper school building which is like graduate and phd level work and then like adults receiving certifications and then there's the practicum center uh, which is the biggest building which has like rehearsal testing rooms. Let's go find this uh this professor. 
so uh you guys make your way across the quad and you make your way into the administration building and what you find is a very long desk with like some like music playing like ding 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 uh, and there is a very pleasant looking like half elven woman with like dark skin and like brightly dyed pink hair sort of done up in like this really cool like beehive and she uh, seems to have a series of sort of magical screens in front of her like she seems to be doing a whole bunch of shit all at once and sort of like tapping and moving things around it's like an arcane computer she's doing the minority report screens yeah she's doing the minority report screens exactly she's determining who's going to commit a crime in the future you know surprise everyone in the school Surprise! she's like oh no we really ought to shut this school down but that's not my job act your wage um <laughs> and so she sort of smiles as she sees you all walk in but she doesn't like stop doing what she's doing hi can i help you uh yes we have an appointment with you're awful pleasant looking <laughs> you sure are busy looking <laughs> working hard or hardly working am i right multitasking <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> wow it's the every worst administrator loves to hear that that's a very funny joke uh... um anyway yeah you know love love to make that bread <laughs> <laughs> don't we all uh don't so we all. <laughs> professor professor bramer has asked for uh for me to join her today so you wouldn't okay. mind uh we, we'll just head on up and see what's uh what she's called called me in for oh i don't see anything on here let me just ping her real quick what's your name uh it what rank because i would know from them talking about this before i just can't remember what rank she had was it like sergeant louise yeah she was major oh she was major that's right she major, was a major major, major. uh major mm -hmm. weddell is here major in the guards though that's what i'm Oh, oh, in the, yeah, I thought like, you meant Alan. No, 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 in no, Horizon's she's a constable. Point, like, oh, yeah, she's a constable. Uh, constable Weddle is here. I was like, God, we took out a, like, huge. Yeah, I thought you were doing, like, a, um. An Alan bit. I thought you were doing, like, a wink, wink, nudge, nudge bit. Yeah, no, no fully in the guards. Because of where they come straight. from, Horizon's Point has a paramilitary police force. <laughs> she nods and sort of pulls up another screen and starts basically, like, dialing. And you guys hear the door open behind you. And... No, I guess he wouldn't say anything, but you, you hear the door open behind you and you feel like a presence of someone standing behind you like they're waiting in line. I, I guess I look around. Uh, if you turn around, you see Edwin Rojas standing there. Rojas, my boy. God damn it. <laughs> he kind of narrows it. He seems to be holding like a bag by his side and he sort of looks at you and narrows his eyes and Aoife, he sort of looks at you and narrows his eyes and he looks at you, Brenna, and he really narrows his eyes. <laughs> what are... What are you doing here? I'll have to talk to cops. <laughs> Great. Love this energy. <laughs> I know my rats. <laughs> I met my cop quota. I don't have to talk to you. I met my Great. cop quota. I got one right Great. here. This is all Good. I need. And so the woman at the desk sort of like hangs up. She's, well, she's not answering right now. And she looks just, Mr. Rojas. Okay, well, you know what? If I'm sure you're going back there to see her. Why don't you know if, if they can go with you? Because they need to. And he kind of raises an eyebrow and he goes, Eva raises an eyebrow back. <laughs> every, yeah. every Spider-Man It's like an eyebrow standoff. Everybody um, just goes. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> eyebrow dances a little bit. It's very good. Um, very impressive. Ginny just lays an arm around Minnie, surreptitiously tapping one of her holsters while saying to the group, Yeah, we can just go with Rojas. Yeah, we can do that. I don't know what's going on here, but yeah, that works for me. And he he looks at all of you very funnily and is like, 
I'm just bringing lunch to my wife. That's it. So I don't really want to, no offense, we didn't get off to the best sort of relationship start. I respect whatever it is you people are doing, but you need to speak to my wife. Why? Business. Well, she did invite us here, so we're here to find out. She looks oh, no, very Rojas is married to a sleeper agent. Someone give me a uh, persuasion check. I mean, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> Caroline's like, uh, uh, I'm uh, telling uh, the truth. That? She asked us to come to her office. I mean, Eva does have decent yeah. persuasion, but yeah. I have a plus nine. What you got? Yeah, I got a plus six. Oh, God. Now I have to roll. Okay. I, I've got a 13. Go Jake, for it. Take up? it. Take it. You take it, baby. Might have. I'm I'm debating if I want to give <laughs> yeah, you disadvantage. disadvantage though. Why? We have established me and Rojas go way back. We established that you rolled a nat twenty to know things about him. Now that you guys know each other. Can can it at least be flat because Louise is here and seems to just yeah, be like, yeah, I yeah, was yeah, asked yeah, here. Yeah. I think okay, he's confused enough at this concept <laughs> that he, I think he's curious. Your your wife. Is allowed to have relationships outside of your marriage? Like, not like, but like. Oh, yeah, nothing like that. But no. yeah, no, I don't I'm, I'm, Maybe I'm she's aware. Like it's just odd that she never, like, talked to me about knowing any of you is all. Well, you have been working awfully hard lately, so. Maybe she's looking to expand her social circle. Ashley, you're fine. I did not roll that great. <gasps> it is just a 21 after oh, I added. No. That's actually not great for you, but no. uh, it's. I think he's confused enough that. She'll just sort of look at you all very carefully, one by one. Looks at Minnie for, like, a long time, because she's just sort of, like, putting her hand on her gun. Cool. She just sort of stares at him back, like, What, motherfucker? This is my house now. What? I'm gonna fight you. I quite um, literally own this whole building. <laughs> you're in my you're in my house. This is my fucking turf. She doesn't say that, but she does say it with her eyes. And he just kind of sighs and cocks his head back to... Okay, I guess if you're not supposed to be here, she'll just tell you to leave. She can very much take care of herself. So, and he starts walking back through the administration building and sort of looks over his shoulder, very confused at all of you, and just shakes his head and keeps walking. As he keeps walking, like once he is like has shaken his head, I'm gonna very quickly cast enhance ability on Brenna and then follow him. Yep, you got it. You guys make your way past a series of offices. Uh, you hear fighting coming from inside some of them. You hear crying coming from inside some of them. You hear the sounds of uh, magic coming inside, coming from uh, inside coming some inside, of them. Coming inside, yeah. You hear coming coming from inside <laughs> some of them. It's beautiful. Those are barred um, offices. <laughs> yeah. Twisted, sordid laughs of a college professor. So he leads you guys sort of towards the back of the hallway and kind of looks at you guys like, it's almost like he's waiting for y'all to pull something like he thinks this is he's anticipating like a trick or a joke or every time he looks back eva's just looking at him like like, with the, like, like weird crooked <laughs> they're all doing weird, weird thumbs, thumbs up, up at him. <laughs> <laughs> and he uh sort of knocks on the door and then no answer and so he knocks a little harder and he just sighs and he opens the door and inside the office there is a woman who appears to be on an earpiece having a heated conversation and she she turns around and she doesn't see i don't well i guess you guys can't see this if she can't see you are you guys trying to like crowd behind rojas or are you standing a little bit further down the hallway i think ifa doesn't want rojas to get hurt mm -hmm. so she'd probably stay back a little bit um i think brenda is gonna try if possible and it might not be possible to get close enough to get an angle past rojas so she's not like right behind him but can like kind of go 
<laughs> like right behind him. Fantastic. Jenny, what about you? I guess I'm hanging back more with Aoife. And I'm guessing I'm kind of keeping Mini by me. So you then, uh, Brenna, are the only one who sees her turn around. And she appears to have some sort of like magical apparatus like over her ear having a conversation. And she, what you see is a woman uh, probably in her, her late 30s. Average height, average weight. She has long, wavy black hair with like she's just like just starting to go gray like at the temples um blue eyes upsettingly attractive like in that way where like you see someone on the street and they make you angry like for no reason you just see someone and you're like i fucking hate you on sight you look like a person that i want to sleep with so badly that i must hate you she has that sort of level of attractiveness to her oh so that's why Aaliyah hates me it all makes that's sense why most now. people hate me Ugh, <laughs> the burdens we bear you you see her eyes sort of fall on rojas and you see her start to smile and then you see her eyes fall on you and her face freezes and she sort of stops mid-sentence and she nods once very formally and says sort of into her her earpiece Look, Jeremy, at the end of the day, your grade is your grade. I've given you multiple opportunities to do something about it, and there just isn't anything else that we can do at this point. I've got to go. I'm sorry. Try better next semester. And the glow around her ear sort of deactivates, and she... Aoife mentally goes, oh no, I like her. <laughs> she, she smiles and sort of looks awkwardly between the two of you and says, this is, this is a, an interesting combo here and rojas kind of leads down and like gives her a kiss on the cheek and like hands her this bag and says you forgot your lunch so i brought it to you um louise here and her weird friends in the back that are sort of skulking in in the hallway like odd people who have something to hide they just didn't have very good experiences with schooling one of them you know wasn't even allowed to attend so it's understandable that this I would be kind allowed. of <laughs> One of them's a poor. <laughs> just, I think at this point, just actively has her head like against the wall. And it's just like, deep breaths, deep breaths, deep breaths, deep breaths. <laughs> if you could see it from there, the sword glows in sympathy just a little bit. <laughs> just a teeny tiny bit. You hear a small, ah! <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> Not red! Um, <laughs> I'm also happy to wait outside for whatever you needed. I, I didn't mean to interrupt uh, any any time between between the two of you, so I, I'm I'm happy to just wait outside. It's totally fine. Yeah, if you wouldn't just give me like two minutes, thanks for coming. And of course, Rojas looks even more surprised at this. I did not know that you knew Louise. Why didn't you? It's a you know. Sometimes you just, you just, well, I can't have friends. <laughs> Am I able to use Sealsby as an intuition on whether or not he realized she knew Louise? Yes, you can. Ooh. You can use Sealsby. Would you like to ask Sealsby? Yeah. Okay. Once per day, Sealsby gives you advantage on an insight check if you ask the question out loud and it can be answered with a yes or a no. If it's a yes, he will arf. And if it's a no, he will bork. So out in the hallway, Ginny just like, strokes their little uh, pocket that Sealsby is hanging out in for adventures and says, does he really not believe that they know each other? Roll with advantage. That is 16. 
Um, you see Sealsby sticks his little porcelain nose up and kind of sniffs the air a little bit and sort of cranes his little porcelain neck to try and see, and then looks and says, Arf. He really didn't know that they knew each other. Okay. Sealsby claps his little porcelain fins together. I feed him a jelly bean and tell him he did a good job. He's very pleased. I love Sealsby. Eva whispers, Gizmo, why aren't you better at that? <laughs> <laughs> Screaming and clawing at the walls. <laughs> jelly beans, please. Yeah, she's she's trying to get to Jenny for a jelly bean. <laughs> beans, peas, beans, peas. Jenny uses mage hand to bypass Efa and give Gizmo a jelly bean. <laughs> Is that a give? How many jelly beans are you giving her? I don't know if one jelly bean can be considered a gift. If you're giving her a couple jelly beans, yes. I mean, if she's throwing a little mini gizmo tantrum, then yeah, she's getting a couple of jelly beans. Okay, then uh, go ahead and roll for gizmo gift, peas. I am going to be on the board for once. It's an 11. Yay! Yeah, you get a gizmo point. Nice. Gizmo. We actually didn't do gizmo items last time you guys leveled up. We totally I don't think any of us had points. Uh, I was about to say, I think it's Aoife again. I think but it's usually Aoife. Yeah, we like hadn't super brought her a lot of places. We'll we'll hand wave it away at that. She hasn't really been involved, but now she's back. This, yeah. this somebody's on the board, so this will count. Um, so you simmer point. down, Gizzy. She looks disappointed, and also looks like she wants more jelly beans. So uh, she she kind of laughs. She's like, well, "I can't." Sometimes you just meet people, you know. It's it's, just, it's funny. We just we hit it off, and I think we have. You know, it's just you know. I just wanted to chat about a couple of things. Yeah, Rojas, you never come into my bar. You don't know who meets who there. He kind of sighs. Please excuse me for not having ever felt particularly welcome in your bar. Be less of a cop. <laughs> or at least be more of a cop than I want to date. <laughs> be a more fuckable cop. I want to be clear. Caspian's allowed and I don't want to fuck him. <laughs> His wife on the other <laughs> hand. His wife wants to fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he still looks very suspicious, but with this affirmation from his apparent wife that like, this is all on the up and up. He just hands her the bag and says, are you working late tonight? Or are you going to, no, I'll be back on time. Are you working late? No, I'll be back on time. Okay, I'll see you for dinner. Okay, I'll see you for dinner. And like, they give a little kiss and like, he walks out of the office and looks at you all very hard. It's like, he's just waiting for you to do something wrong. And then when you don't, it's like, I'm leaving now. Rojas, don't be like that. He just does the I'm watching you fingers. Boo. Does that make you feel better? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Yeah, just, just, I'm watching you. I'm just keeping an eye on you guys, that's all. All right. Many yells, this is profiling! Get off of my property! <laughs> you heard the lady. He gives you all one last very hard look and just walks away. And like, he turns the corner, and a couple seconds later, you just see like half of his face like he's looking back. I'm just giving him a constable, whatever constable salute. <sighs> he's gonna make our lives real hard if we have to kill her. I don't want to have to kill him too. I mean, sometimes if you want to make an omelet, you got to break a few rojas. So as he walks away, you see Raymer, Morrissey. She walks to the door and sort of watches him leave and like has this sort of like really gentle smile on her face. And then the, as soon as he's out of range, her face kind of goes blank. And she just cocks her head into the door. And then she looks at the at Aoife and at Jenny and at Minnie. So you brought friends or? Mm, leave it to an undead wizard. Well, I brought people we're interested in. Seems I may be doing a little bit more of the job we're here for than most, so. Yeah, let's not talk about that out here, shall we? Mm-hmm. What I'm here for. Okay, come on. And she leads you all into the office, which is 
it's neat enough. It's cluttered in that way that like a lot of academics have cluttered offices where it's like, you know, their books are not all put back in precisely the right order and like there are papers and stuff, but it's otherwise quite neat and it's pretty homey. The things of most interest are like, there is like a series of essentially like photos or sketches or whatever, like on her, like behind her desk, like how some people have to like personalize uh, with their family. And there is also in the corner in essentially a bassinet, a toddler. They're stealing more babies. There is like a, a little chubby cheek, light green baby with like a shock of black hair that's like kind of batting at a series of like, like a mobile <laughs> above it. Do we recognize this as a baby version of an adult? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, because the way you have described Rojas, this does not sound like his child. If you guys look around the office, you will see that like there are photos of her and Rojas. And at some point, like there comes photos of like the two of them, like holding this baby. You are going to break that man's heart twice. I think Aoife will like walk over to the baby and like kind of jangle like some keys. Uh, the baby immediately like reaches up and starts like trying to grab the keys. And the second you walk over to this baby, you see her eyes go to you and like she watches you very carefully and very closely. And then when you just start like doing like normal things that a grown up might do with a baby, she seems to, she allows it, but she is watching you very hard. She starts making gets my like do a little dance. When Jenny sees her attention cut over toward Aoife, Jenny's going to start wandering around the room, checking stuff out, but not like rifling through it. Just enough to be inconsiderate and off-putting, but I am looking around for my bird or where my bird could be. Roll an investigation check for me. That's not very good, but I am pretty angry, so... <laughs> so that's gonna be a four. You do not immediately see Toggles, but you are able to, like, sort of ruffle through her things in a way that irritates her enough to pull her focus from Eva. So Morrissey ushers you all inside, closes the door, and sort of looks at Minnie with a lot of confusion on her face. And Minnie has this, like, very sort of tough look on <laughs> her face. Like, yeah, that's right. I'm here too. What about it? I know all the things that there are to know and that you're a weird alien lady. <laughs> so there. And Ginny is just standing behind her shoulder, arms folded, nodding seriously. <sighs> Jenny and Minnie are just nodding with their eyes narrowed. And Morrissey kind of sighs and rubs her eyes. I have gotten so little sleep recently. Um, let's just... Oh, that's good. She hasn't had a long rest, you guys. Eva just goes, <laughs> sleep regression? She she just sort of, like, stares into the middle distance for a few seconds. Like, you know, you know when you're in a room with a bunch of people and, like, they talk in a way that just sort of makes you start hearing... <laughs> she has that look on her face. Like, she just dissociates for a few seconds. Can Aoife try to, like, rock, like gently rock the carrier to get the baby to take a nap? <laughs> okay. Morrissey. I'm just gonna hold Absolutely. her. Rock her a little bit. Um, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Is this persuasion or animal handling, do y'all think? <laughs> animal handling. Feral children. I will, I will take either persuasion or animal handling to try and get this baby to go to sleep. Cool. Can I guide myself? Uh -huh. Okay. <laughs> That's the 26. <laughs> Yes. Holy got him. So you 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 could go back over to the baby and sort of like rock the baby a little bit. <laughs> fix the baby. Um, I dig a hammer and fix the baby. Um, yeah, she just like no, gently like long. bounces the no, bottom of the, the carrier. Yeah. Okay. Just do like a little bounce and then 
you see like the baby's eyes sort of flutter a little bit and start to close and gizmo kind of climbs up your back and looks over your shoulder and sees this and starts and after a few seconds baby sort of closes their eyes and starts to snore just a little bit and make weird like burbly noises but this baby does appear to be asleep and you can see morrissey just stares at you dumbfounded and then just sinks down into her chair and just sort of puts her hands over her face and says i know we need to talk please everyone give me five minutes to enjoy silence one second and she just sits there for a while with her head in her hands um and after a minute or two, if if you guys you guys can do whatever you want while she is doing this, but after a minute or two, she looks up and she breathes in kind of shakily and says, Okay. So you and I, looking at you, Brenna, you and I definitely need to have a conversation. And I am assuming all the rest of you are here for a reason. Uh, she looks at you, Ginny. I can certainly understand why you were here. She looks at you, Aoife. I can pretty much understand why you were here. And she looks at Minnie. I don't know why you're here at all, but... And Minnie <laughs> goes, I was invited. Because we're friends. And Morrissey says, okay, that's fine. You are not... I'm not going to say you're not, but something about you isn't right. And I don't know what it is. And she she sort of lifts a hand and really traces some sigils in the air over kind of like near your face, Brenna. And you see that her eyes sort of narrow and she goes, okay, not a disguise. Brenna in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she like reaches out. She goes, Can I touch you? Sure. Wish you would. Yeah. Yeah, there's a little bit like she blushes just a little bit because of how insanely hot this woman is. It's just like tries to be real cool and is like, I mean, I guess if you need to. I don't care. If it's you fine. Like, wear like yeah, where it's fine. Like wherever I mean, you like know? here, it's fine. Like wherever like, if you like, want to just I'm, go a little lower if you wanna, too, it's fine. Like, like you wanna just it's a like rub them a little bit. You can go a little harder if you want. Yeah, it's fine. Just, if you want to you wanna I mean... slap me a little bit, that's fine. That'd be fine. Do you need to do you need to do a slap test? I just learned what to you. I just learned what pegging is. Is that is that a thing that Eva just, Eva just like so quietly goes slapper. <laughs> from behind you, but he goes, What? Um so she she's basically like patting you down almost like she's looking for something and she kind of like frowns and then does some more movements. You can see that she's like casting detect magic and she sort of like holds her glowing hand against all of your items. This might go more quickly if you used your words. I am checking to make certain that you do not have a spell making you look like someone else and that you do not have an item on you that is making you look like someone else because something about your vibe is off. I don't know a better way to say it. Would you like to cast a vibe check as well? Because Fabs. I feel like I have done all of the vibe checks that I can. So I passed the vibe check with your baby. <laughs> rock, rock, rock. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she does seem to like you. So that's, that is what that is, I guess. Why did you come here with a bunch of extra people? Well, like you told your loving husband, uh, sometimes you just meet people in circumstances you didn't expect and hit it off. Right. Why'd you call me here separately? She sort of staples her fingers together and looks at you and says, before I answer that question, we're going to play a game. Ginny claps. <laughs> Maybe I wanted an audience. Too. I love games. You know those um, magic picture sort of things where you have to spot the differences in the two 
photos or whatever. Oh, I thought you meant the 3D ones. I'm actually really bad at those. I want you to look at me and tell me what's different. Does she have a ring on? The ring on? She does. She okay. does have a ring on. And yes. it's recognizable as like the same. You know what you're looking for at this point? Yes, she has that ring on. Okay. She has another ring over, like on top of it, mm -hmm. but the ring is there. Okay. Jenny raises a hand. <laughs> oh, we're going to red doctor yes. this bitch. <laughs> yes. J J I have a guess. Can I can I guess? Or is this just her, is, her professor side takes over she, and goes, yes. She just points very <laughs> You have forsaken your mission or at least its importance and set up a life and had a child here in the city that people you are sent to hunt made up and made real. Yeah. And then you uh if you fulfill your mission, then you run the risk that your child and your husband and this life that you built for yourself that you happen to really love might go away. And maybe stealing a bird from me under the auspice of keeping an eye on me it keeps you in the good graces of people who want you doing a job instead of having babies. They're really good at games. What can I say? Can uh, all of you <laughs> give me like a group persuasion check? I'll <laughs> How leave you many out of this on account of the way she didn't say anything. But uh, remember, Brenna, you have advantage. Oh, that's right. How do you want us to do a group yeah. persuasion? <laughs> It's going to be a, a ratio of successes versus failures. Mm, excellent. Okay. Uh, dirty 20. Walked us into the wrong room. <laughs> 26. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, hang on. How does math work? 25. <laughs> yeah, DC was 20. So you as, as you guys sort of just like very matter-of-factly lay this out. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is what happened. <laughs> you see, like, her eyes sort of glaze over, and she goes, I mean, that's, that's not... And she sort of snaps her fingers in the illusion that she was casting on herself to make one side of her face look not acid-burned falls away. I mean, yes, all of that, but this was... I was seeing... Because Etta would know that this that was what i was she she looks like y'all have rocked her to her core jenny <laughs> turns to eva and says i think we win what's the prize did, did we win the game do i get my bird back and i don't have to kill you we solved your strike team puzzle <laughs> um they're all disillusioned so i and she she looks at you again brenna uh, who who are you are you am i crazy not as crazy as you would be if you were going to keep going along with this. She almost lets out a sigh of relief. Like, she clearly, like, after all of this, had clearly started to think, like, some, I fucked up. I fucked up. Even without an insight check, you can tell that, like, basically, had you really been the person whose body this was, having all of that laid out in front of her would have been very, very bad. And the fact that it was all said and you have sort of, you know, changed your response type a little bit, you can see the journey even without doing an insight check. You can see the journey that her brain takes in that moment. She reaches into her desk and opens a drawer and takes out toggles and <gasps> sets him on the, um, on the desk for you, Jenny. Minnie nods and like clicks the safety back on her gun and goes, I think we're done here. <laughs> all right. Uh, Eva just is still rocking the baby and goes, I think I might have fucked up. I think I might be stuck here until nap time's over. <laughs> I think I'll leave in this office now. Morrissey, do I live here? I mean, if you, she likes you. So if you would like to keep staying here and like having, that would be, um, do you babysit or 
that's not a we can talk about that later maybe okay so you are not manifesting an illusion in any way to look like etta you appear to actually be her but you don't talk like her you don't act like her and you haven't you haven't tried to capture me after hearing all of that no quite um, the opposite because that was going to be plan b if we didn't hear this from you so this is actually a very good turn of events okay i feel i'm deeply at a disadvantage now um mm -hmm. this is not how i thought this process was going to go um but well i mean okay what what could you do to me okay let's talk because however this has happened it has happened clearly but you're not wrong i did not plan for any of this to happen unfortunately i really kind of like this and this and she like gestures to the door where rojas had left i like all of that very very much it's a good door <laughs> the woodwork in the, in the school is just lovely Eva kind of looks between like brenna and um morrissey there's a lot of people looking for for fresh starts who came from Liberala, it seems like. A lot of people doing things out of fear and keeping them from doing things they actually want to do. And maybe, maybe all of the not planning, all of the, I didn't think this was going to happen. I mean, hell, I didn't plan for my parents to die when I was eight years old. She kind of winces. I am still really sorry about that. He, he's an asshole. Well, yeah, but... Oh, we're getting closer to knowing who you have to kill. Oh, it's Constantine. Oh. <laughs> Morrissey's eyes kind of narrow. I, did you not know? I kind of figured you'd Yeah, no, it's, it's Constantine. Yeah. Remember, I left him the note. I, I left him the note of, I get to steal shit from your shop on the way, kind of the way that you're responsible for my parents being dead. You owe me, motherfucker. I just assumed that was a more global, they were all to blame yes. for that. I didn't plan for that. I didn't plan for uh, your shapeshifty friend to kill my husband. Y'all gotta stop getting the people that I love killed. But that was it. a complete accident. That was very I unfortunate. I don't know, the shapeshifty one tends to kill a lot of people on not on accident. They're very, they're very good at that. Yeah, would they or would they not refer to him as collateral damage? Well, in, in the technical terms of what we have learned, yes, they, they would call him that. And uh -huh. we would technically agree. If this conversation had gone differently, is your baby collateral damage? Roll an inside check for me. Wish I hadn't used Sealsby already. 23! She looks like she's going to throw up. Like, the very concept of it. And Aoife takes her hand off of the, the rocker and says, I want to be very clear, I have no interest in harming your child. I think you have an extraordinarily cute baby, and I'm glad that I can give you a few moments of silence because you really look like you. She's so it. cute and she's so loud. They are very cute she's and very so loud. Cute and so loud. Ha this one's mine. It happens to be her. <laughs> nap time. Nap time. <laughs> what I'm saying is, y'all have been put in a really, really shitty situation that has never allowed you to do the things. That it seems like you really like and you maybe really love? I mean, yes, I would agree with that. Only because I'm sure you know all about it by now. You don't have a lot of choice in what it is that you do. So the task that you're given, you learn to love it. So what other opportunity do you have? You're going to be doing what they tell you to do anyway. So why not learn to love it? 
And this time you got to choose to love something? We didn't even make the choice. It was just one more infiltration attempt. And, <laughs> and it's your heart that got infiltrated instead. I love this. Don't, can we not? We desperately need to not phrase it like that. It's very bad for me and I don't like it. You're not wrong. It's just bad. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I told you about my parents and my husband is through all of that, I got my family in the edge. I got to find out that I have two hands and now I get to have my husband and Mary Constance. That's great. I'm happy for you. Thank you. But what I'm saying is sometimes the accidents turn everything into something better than you could have ever imagined. And now you have a chance to protect the things that you have been infiltrated by and um, not put up with their shit anymore, I think is what we're trying to get out of this. I understand where you're coming from, and I appreciate that viewpoint, and God, I wish it was true. Well, great, then it is. If they get any inkling that anything could possibly matter more to me than the mission we were sent here to complete, they will remove every distraction. And it sounds like you have to be prepared to absolutely protect those distractions. What's going to happen? You're smart. Play this tape all the way through until the end. I am smart. I am very smart. I will go so far as to say I am the smartest person on this team of very, very smart people. And I have played this tape all the way through. And every tape ends with them dead. There is no way out. What if there is? Yeah, miracles are great. <laughs> miracles are great. We can always We can always wish for one, right? I'm not talking about miracles. I'm talking about introducing the unexpected to your equations. She looks interested. She looks like she doesn't quite believe you, but she looks... You guys have done enough insight checks on her. She is really desperate to find a way out of this, and she just doesn't see one. Aoife points straight to Brenna. There's your unexpected variable. And this variable is? Well, for one thing, we've infiltrated the team fairly thoroughly at this point, and you know enough about how I'm supposed to be and how I'm supposed to be interpreted by the others that we could keep up the ruse as long as we needed to with a little bit of outside help. Or we all go to this uh, meetup that I inadvertently called earlier, and um, we take out the ones that don't agree with us. And then we go take down the big ones that don't agree with us, too. Harrison won't be a problem tomorrow. Who? Shit bridges. Oh, shit bridges. She she looks confused for a second, and then she kind of shakes her. That's that he's going by that now, right? This is all a wonderful idea in theory, and if we could be killed like normal people, I would be on board. Oh, you can be killed easier than normal people. It turns out. How do you think I'm me? Not me. How do you think that happened? Eva just raises her hand. I know. Ta-da! <laughs> I had assumed it was a a possession of some kind well sort of but we done did kill her first that I, I killed her like <laughs> we done did a murder you know murders I, I we did done did it an extremely dope murder there was candy and tentacles it was lovely and concert everything you could hope for and then she didn't done see did how her tooth is just like a tiny bit chipped right there yeah see it's just a little i think it's cute it's from where I punched candy into her face mm -hmm. hole and it killed her. And we took the ring off and things got real bad. They fucking lied to you. Lied so hard. You're not immortal. Not that way. Cannot stress enough. Don't take that ring off unless you're still on their side. Then go ahead. Yeah, don't take that ring off if you uh, want to be around to see your baby grow up. Roll a persuasion check. One of you, all of you, one of you. One of you do it and take advantage. 
Dear. You've already got advantage, though. So. <laughs> yeah, Jenny, if you got advantage, or, uh, yeah, I mean, Bernie, you already have advantage. Oh. <laughs> How'd you like a 30 for never oh, take that yes. ring off? Okay, Adam, fuck you. She looks at all of you and sort of looks down at the ring and looks at your hand, Branna, and it's like she's putting things together. What happens if you take the ring off? It goes very bad. It goes disintegrating? Like it was old enough that it shouldn't have still been a thing. You know, like on account of the way you're like 200 years old. Yeah, so it seems like they didn't remove the death. They just delayed it. Lies and deception. As you can see, like in her, Aaliyah gets this look sometimes. This is, she's very clearly this team's Aaliyah. Um, you, Aaliyah gets this look in her eyes sometimes when she's like doing math in her head very quickly. Oh no, it's, it's Aaliyah who got the family. Paige, <laughs> ah! no, don't put that together. You just caused me pain. <laughs> Paige, come back. Paige, fall down. Oh, I heard it myself. Paige, oh, you're no. in this confusion. <laughs> She can see her like doing math in her head and she looks at all of you very quickly. The ring that you had, do you still have it? It's right here. Can I see it? Can I borrow it to to do a thing on? Because I can't, I'm, if you tell, I'm not taking this off now, very clearly. Mm -mm. Um, I want to see something. How pretty is the ring? <laughs> <laughs> it's very, it's very simple silver with like Ugh. words carved in it. It's pretty boring, honestly. Fine. Just because it's boring. Yeah, she hands it to her. She takes the ring and, like, puts it on her desk and starts, like, casting various, like, magics on it and, like, uh, twisting it around in her hand. And, like, she licks it at one point and, like, goes to, like, a, a chalkboard on her wall and, like, so starts not writing made of notes bone. And, like, <laughs> equations. And, like, it takes... She's going to do this for, like, a while. Are you guys going to let her? Aoife's just rocking a baby. Okay. I know that we're hoping to all be on the same side, but science is very boring when it goes on much longer than about two this minutes. Is it isn't so shiny. Boring. This is so boring. So boring. Why don't, it's why just don't, math. Why don't you two practice some hairstyles together for Minnie's new bangs? <gasps> oh, let's go do that then. Okay. This is super boring. She like grabs her hand. Aoife's going to stay with the strike team member in an <laughs> office. I mean, Baby we're staying in the office, but we're going to go play with hair in a corner. <laughs> Jenny's still just in a chair, weeping and petting their bird. The bird starts repeating things to you in Penny Chain's voice. Aww. Um, I weep a little more. Very cute. So uh, this goes on for like an hour. Like this this uh. goes on for like a while. She's like doing math and like um, messing with this ring. And she writes very quickly she clearly thinks very quickly she's not fucking with you guys she's really smart and after about an hour she sort of throws the ring down on her desk and like sort of rubs a hand across her face are you done with your science now Eva's now got the baby in her lap what mc everything okay i'm braiding <laughs> gizmo's tail yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she she just has a dead-eyed stare this isn't magic that I'm terribly familiar with. This isn't magic that I know much about. It is, I believe, rather elemental in nature. So not really my area of expertise. I am more uh, illusion transformative, that sort of thing. I do my own memory modifications uh, since that's a fun thing that you folks made me learn how to do. But all this does, you can't die of old age. That's about it. 
and the power only lasts as long as the item is on your person. So yeah, if I take this off, I die. Yeah, they lied to you. Like we said, bunch of liars and cheats. We want to take them the fuck out. <laughs> hey, some silver lining, as long as you don't like get pink ribboned and, and, and he needs you to take the ring off. So maybe just never say, but I can never remove my ring. Then you're set. I mean, culturally, we never would anyway. That's sort of been baked into it. It's a, it's supposed to be a great honor. It's not like they give this out to everybody. Yeah, it's a great honor to have people that can fight for you for hundreds of years and never question. Yeah. Makes you feel like you're the first one of your group that I've met that I genuinely want good things for. Yeah, other than the boring science, you seem pretty dope. You're really pretty. You're extremely you. pretty. Is that weird? I'm sorry, but you're... <laughs> so hot <laughs> it seems you're way nicer to me than Aaliyah, but the the not being nice to me thing makes me kind of want her to like me more your, your husband mm. seems like an honorable dude but like your husband you <laughs> this is an extremely weird conversation for me to be a part of because it's like it's a it's like i'm not in the room but also it's like you're talking about like you're in a museum talking about a piece of art but the piece of art can hear you it's very strange for me and i don't know if i like it um who says the piece of art can't hear you okay i'm gonna try and accept all this as a compliment and just try and focus on the fact that my mortality is far more imminent than i ever thought it was so on one side that's bad and i'm having a deep internal panic about it on the other side that does change my list of potential fixes to this doesn't it how do we get those other two to take the rings off or who are they you could just put it down on paper and we can like walk up to them and pop them one i'm i'm happy with that yeah we can go take care of that if that's what's in the way everybody give me one last group persuasion check i do want to know how you convinced them that taking my bird was going to help keep an eye on me when you could get to me in my sleep in the first place it was more to just watch you uh we were going to scry on you really brought me to you instead though that's just if we're if we're talking about thinking out variables honestly i didn't think I don't think any of us thought you would care about the bird that much it's kind of a janky looking little I'm bird i'm a clone of a general so Prompting warlike behavior isn't ideal. Minnie takes the safety off of her gun and says, If you ever talk shit about Toggles in my presence again, I will shoot you dead. Do you hear me? And as a reminder, that is a possibility. I rolled a 29 on my persuasion. Of course you did. I got a 22. Okay. I got a 29. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember how you had a scary, really scary strike team that we were terrified of? I don't know how involved in this I really want to be, knowing that I can die. No, you're fine. But the best that I can say is you guys don't have to worry about me in particular. I just, she kind of, she kind of laughs and she looks at you, Jenny. Do you want to go back? I mean, in the way that I'm thinking you mean when you ask that, no. Does Erasmus want to go back? I haven't asked. Right now, Charlie's memories are in my head, and I don't know that they can handle getting those back, because he was a bad dude. Yeah, he's still not great. So I do have to kind of think about do my Do you own. know where they locked my mom up? No, I just know that they did. Do any of you know that? Like, is there somebody I should save the interrogation for? Because sh Shipbridge has filled me in as much as he could. The only one who might know would be the colonel. 
And I don't even know if he does. That seems like the most top secret of top secret information. Um, as in, I don't even know if the servitor told anyone other than the people who locked her away. And those people are probably dead now. All right. That's just one more thing to ask Vic while I'm feeding him his balls. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to picture that. Um, so if you want to ask, if you want to track down the colonel and ask him, that is uh, certainly up to you. I will also say Toll is, they know a lot of things they shouldn't know. So maybe they know, but you are going to have an easier time tracking down the colonel than you will Hazel Toll. I'll tell you that. Any help you can give us in either way? Our colonel, Reed Thorborn, has been going by the name uh, Ralph Remington for a while. Aoife, you know Ralph Remington. How do I know him? He owns a combination butchery and bakery that provides a lot of supplies to the bristled boar and to the drunk duck. It's called Much Ado About Chuck Things. Um, <laughs> oh, damn it, so his biscuits are good. But I have to fucking quit, for real. How, <laughs> that's it. How did that's that it. not make okay, Ginny's so, list of sports sponsors? Okay, so we, so we have to go to Chuckle Fucks. And, um, no, <laughs> just why, why do you have to go back to Constantine's? I don't understand. <laughs> no, that's Burke's bullshits. That's where I get like the bacon for the sandwiches and like the focaccia bread, and that's mm. gonna really suck because it's good. We can just steal the recipe. You know what? I bet if he's shitty that he has people that are doing the work for him and he's just taking the credit. So <gasps> you can hire them instead and you can have the focaccia bread. Yay, capitalism. So that I can have the focaccia bread. It'll be a bread. hostile takeover. Hooray. Uh, this sure, is a merger, cap- motherfuckers. <laughs> Many claps. My dad loves those. I'm cheering <laughs> for capitalism. I need to I need to spend the night in the edge with Leo. <laughs> so she, she sort of lets this sink in and then she sighs and she goes, Hazel's the bit that we've been running for the past couple of centuries is every time a new equilibrix is elected hazel kills them and takes their place agnes markwell has been dead a long time we knew that the fantas like we knew one of them had to be the pope right so, so the the meat the meat grinder that is the church everybody goes to just cannibalizes itself that's you get why this is funny right hey hey everybody hey everybody hey listener hey dear listeners do you see the parallel that Ashley is uh, drawing here? Because it's uh, very good. And we can go into a whole literary discussion. <laughs> I went to Catholic school. Oh, good. We do get to burn the church down after all. I was hoping that would be the end here. I was kind of hoping for that option. Fantasy Pope. Fantasy Pope. They are not super fantasy dope. <laughs> Just don't ever drop the fantasy soap. Is there anybody we need to get out other than Katie? Does she even work there now that she lost God? Did you check at the corner of first and Amistad? <laughs> no, 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 no. I found God on the corner of first and Amistad. Her God's anyway. in the sword now. It's great. She does not say that in front of a strike team member. I'm assuming that sword is on a need to know basis. Yep. So, uh, yeah, in the, in the, like, people that you know personally in the church, there's pretty much just Katie, but, like, they do have all of the tieflings sort of in that area. And you have to assume that there are not zero number of people that like, like Katie works for the church because her parents essentially gave her to the church as a child. Like that is a thing that you do sometimes. And it is considered a great honor, but like there are probably people who have been there against their will their whole lives because they didn't really have any other options presented to them as a child. It's why Eva ran away to the edge. Like when her parents died, they thought that she was going to be taken into the church. And so, uh, Morsi 
kind of walks over and like sort of takes the baby from you, Eva, and like sort of pulls her up on her on her shoulder and just sort of pats her. And she looks, you know, makes little uncomfortable baby noises before she settles in. I am willing to provide information. I am willing to go along with this bit of you pretending to be Etta for as long as you need to. I am not willing to fight them with you. I can't. I don't think you're asking me to, but I just want to be clear so that everybody's on the same page and we leave this transaction comfortable with where we, with everybody's role in it. I've got to stay alive for my daughter. Yeah, no, to their team, you're collateral. To our team, you're an informant at worst. And like, you keep informants safe. That weirdly seems to comfort her, which is, I mean, that's a little disturbing. Yeah, I'm hitting her with the hour logic. Ellen. Yeah. Uh. yeah, she she nods. Well, um, the more information you're able to give us so that I am better to uh, keep up the ruse, because honestly, I didn't even know that my name was supposed to be Edit until just this moment. I thought it was just Louise. So uh, if that gives you any example of how blind I'm flying here, the safer- She wipes her hand over her face and massages her temples. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to tell you you haven't bitten off maybe more than you can chew. However, any acting coaching you can provide would be very, very well received. Um, Because first of all, I'm a natural. But second of all, um, Uh the the more information I have, the safer you are. Yeah. Okay. That that makes sense to me. I'm happy to give you some acting lessons better than anything that you would learn at the school. The acting classes here are a joke. I'll tell you that. They just. Um, But yeah, she will. She she is willing to basically give you a crash course on etiquette. Etta Kildare's life and like who she was and I think a lot of it you could probably intuit because things don't seem to have changed much to uh, in terms of like what people are like coming out of LA um so you can assume that she probably had a pretty similar childhood to the commander and you know a lot of the same experiences was even had probably the experience of like oh you're special so you get to go to the special place and do the special mission you're a gifted child <laughs> you're you're a gifted child this won't burn you out and turn you against the world in any meaningful way anytime soon this is just you'll be successful forever and it'll be great just put this ring on don't ask questions out right in the my soul <laughs> <laughs> our real lives but she does sort of fill in some some gaps very quickly and like a a lot of stuff you can also intuit just because you kind of have an idea of what these people were doing anyway like you know how they got into the city and you know that they scattered um but essentially etta kildare has since she's been in the point always been like a force she's she's been one of the informants in like the guards or the constables they always had someone on that force to keep an eye on what they were doing and what was going on. She also gives you guys one more piece of information. They had been ready to proceed with a plan that they had put in place to essentially do a hostile takeover of the city and just take what they wanted. Like she lets you guys know that essentially they were on edge. Like they were planning to be able to do this in a way that wouldn't out them in a way that they didn't want to be outed, but they were definitely going to do some shit that was going to be not great for the city. And essentially what they were planning on doing is building a case against Caspian and Mary Constance to get them outed from their positions and replace them. She also tells you Harrison's real name is Matthias Treadway. I like shit britches better. All of his other names are better, but basically to replace them with Etta and with Matthias. Probably at some point of the last couple of months, like if you'd gone in Aoife to get bread or whatever, Ralph may have mentioned that he was planning on, you know, running for the board of representatives at some point. And, you know, could he count on your support? 
if he did it, like, you know, just playing, you know, you know, small businesses in this area, you know, but probably saying all the things that you would want to hear. So they were essentially planning to do a hostile takeover of the city where they would have control of the board of representatives, control of the church, control of the guards, control of the constables, and essentially be able to do whatever they wanted with impunity. So if they sent people to take Ginny and Shirley, people kind of couldn't stop them because from every avenue they would be in charge. That is the information that, that she gives you guys with all of these absurd uh, persuasion checks and the irrefutable knowledge that she's been lied to. <laughs> so that's uh, probably the basis of what you need to know. Is there anything else specific that you are interested in knowing? Yeah, how does this work? And she holds up the communications device. I don't want to accidentally be talking to the entire team again. <laughs> yeah, she grabs it from you. Mm. It is... Uh, tied to your biometric fingerprints. So your aura and like your, that's another thing that confused me because mm -hmm. like if you were just using it, makes it's tied to this body specifically. So, and she sort of runs down, like it's a, it's almost like a mental connection. Mm. She teaches you how to choose who you want to contact. If you just want to like move it without activating it, she teaches you how to do that. Basically, you just need to watch what you're thinking. <laughs> while you mess with this because if you just pick it up it assumes you want to talk to the team alexa <laughs> alexa play despacito <laughs> <laughs> that's so sad so other than that i guess we are just gonna have this meeting tomorrow what are you hoping to accomplish when you go in there because if you don't know you have got to have a clear picture of what it is you want from these people and what it is you're hoping to accomplish and a clear plan on how you think you're going to do it. Well, them dead was the original end goal, so we probably need to rethink that. I mean, I still like that. It's not a bad plan. The question is how? Because I don't think you're going to convince Hazel or Reed to take the ring off. Well, that's good to know, too, because honestly, it's been very good that we've gone this way, but it's also a little bit boring and I really just want to kill someone. But not you. Not you. No, no. As previously stated, you're dope. Yeah, I got the sense by the way that we've been alone in this room for quite some time and you probably could have killed me quite easily and you didn't. So mm -hmm. have no choice but to take that for what it is. But I don't think Reed and Hazel are going to be quite as open to talking as, I guess, Matthias also was, which is honestly very strange for me. He was a little more on the fence. He's a shifty little bitch. We maybe still will kill him too, but... He's a shifty little bitch. Reed is dedicated to the mission in a way that we could all only hope to achieve. Hazel's batshit crazy. They just want to hurt people. Oh, then we saved the right ones for last. They've done a very good job of um, that in the past. You know, if someone's good at something and they like doing it, why not just let them do it? Never work a day in your life, right? So, um, is there some, like, fail-safe? I guess you would know, though... Like, if one of you dies, does it get informed immediately? But you wouldn't know that because you think you couldn't die, because that's a lie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can only assume that if one of us did die, they would just expect it to be reported back, and they would try to explain it away somehow. But I have no way of knowing that. Ooh, counterpoint, though. What if everyone on the team died? They would need some way of getting that report back, because they don't love Lou. Well, they may already know Brenna is, is kind of the the point I'm circling my way toward. Maybe. I would know if we all died, they would know because we would stop sending reports back. And so they would send someone to investigate and essentially find out then. Who sends the reports? Reed. 
his communication device has an option to speak to the servitor's office. Ours don't. <gasps> what if I steal his body next? I just want his his communicator. Eva, how hot is Ralph? Hey, Ashley, how hot is Ralph? Keep in mind, Eva's perspective is, I love this one man. Yeah. Have you seen women? <laughs> yeah, like, your, your thoughts on Ralph would probably be like, yeah, you look like a man. Uh-huh. He's definitely a dude. He's a Goliath. He's definitely a Goliath. He's a big dude. <laughs> but he's pretty, he's not attractive or unattractive. Yeah, he looks like every other bitch. Well, we'll keep that option on the table. Yeah. If you wanted a way to get into the servitor's office, I don't know if he speaks to the servitor directly or to an assistant. We are not allowed in the room when he gives the reports, so. That's suspect. Sus. Yeah, we don't know that he's actually reporting back to anyone then. If everything that I know about the servitor, though, he would want to know how this mission was going. Vic's actually been dead for years. <laughs> <laughs> is, is our final mission just beacon to Bernie's Vic? We we go back to LA and it's actually like fine now. Like it's everything's cool. <laughs> it's <laughs> run by five gizmos beacon to Bernie's <laughs> Vic. <laughs> you guys go to LA and it's like everybody's doing just fine and they're like, hey, do you want to like buy some food and you're like oh this place is actually kind of cool and that's where we end our campaign thank you all for joining us <laughs> everyone looking confused and disappointed it's like how every silent hill game has an ending where a dog was just controlling the whole thing more going to choose on her lip like she had never really considered that brenna you would know from like the memories that you have access to that like yeah colonels would generally just give reports solo like the commander and morgan gave their reports solo so yeah. that's not unheard of, but she's also not wrong in that she can't prove that he's actually giving them to anyone. Well, I still think we should try to kill them either way. Oh, God, yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna kill them. Yay! It's murdering time. If you... Clearly, I have... I am a believer in science, and I am a believer in magical science, and everything that I have taken the time to do... And she just kind of stops and like grabs the side of her head and she goes, I'm so fucking stupid. Why did I never think to do this? Cults be Colton. What an incredibly wild way to put that. You are correct in the worst way. <laughs> yes. Um, cults do be Colton. It, there was a better way to say it, but we are here. So clearly everything that I have seen just now proves that the, the four of us, I guess, are able to die. Oh, five, because she was able to die. It just already happened. Yeah, I just removed her from the mm. equation on account of the way that it looks like it already happened. So I would not extend that same assumption to Vic Erasmus. He often keeps the best toys for himself. Does he have balls that can be shoved down his own throat? That's all I care about. Honestly, could not tell you, have not seen his balls, do not have desire to see the balls, would be perfectly fine for the rest of my life, never thinking about his balls. So I am just in the interest of our new partnership, wanting to make sure that you are considering all of the options. Because if your job here now is to keep me safe, I want to make sure you do that job. Very much appreciated, but at the same token, the God Squad told us you couldn't be killed, so we're, we're kind of grain of salting everything as we improv our way toward Just because LA. it's not the same way necessarily that you can die, doesn't mean he can't die. Jinnia checks their imaginary wristwatch now and is like, oh, if we're doing this tomorrow, can I finish up our costumes so that I have our costumes for the big meetup? <gasps> we have costumes? 
It was supposed to be a surprise, but yeah. Well, but the timeline's been accelerated, so costumes! Yay, costumes! But before you guys head out, is there anything else that you want to check on with Morrissey? Anything else you want to ask? Any information that you think you might need for this meeting tomorrow? Oh, basically their mission parameters. If I can know what their parameters were when they were sent in, that will be helpful. Essentially, their primary mission was to secure the children, which would be you and Charlie, secure them in a way that like made them feel comfortable and safe and get them in a position to be taken back to Liber Aula. And their secondary uh, mission was to eliminate the rest of the God Squad. But it, they were primary and secondary in a way that like, basically get the kids out of the city before you kill the fuckers. Oh, okay. It was an order of operations, not optionality. Correct. Cool, cool. Morrissey sort of like as you all start to leave she like basically reaches out to shake all of your hands like individually and sort of nods and she says I still don't know if any of this uh was the right decision this is not how I thought this day was going to go but I made the decisions I thought was right uh based on the information that I have received and fuck I really hate it when people lie to me so um let's just see how this goes do any of you have sending yes I do I do. Okay. Then if you need to contact me, you can. So of this. And she holds it up the right way that doesn't make it turn on. And she, she nods and she smiles a little bit like, like in that very professorial way of like, oh good, you remembered a thing that I taught you. Excellent. I got an A! <laughs> like a B plus, right? Okay. Great marks to all of you. If that is <laughs> the thing that Great us on this conversation, please. <laughs> <laughs> we all need the validation. She like reaches into her desk and like pulls out like an old like test key and like writes 100 A plus and puts stickers on it and hands it out to all of you. <gasps> hey. Is this better? Is this, this helpful? Best day. This is this is okay. the first grade I've ever gotten. You did great. You did a great job. I get to go have a beer now because I got a good grade. We're going to go get grade beers. <laughs> she looks very uncomfortable with like the level at which it seems like y'all needed this validation. <laughs> She's like, is this a bit or did I change these people's lives somehow? Yes. So you guys are able to leave Professor Bramer, quote unquote, office and uh, you leave Willa Morrissey with her, her little daughter and her now cold lunch. She can heat it up. It's fine. We will go ahead and end there for today and we'll pick up next time with what you guys uh, are going to plan for this meeting with Strike. You now have one and a half Strike members on your side, I guess? Between the body you've stolen and the two people you've sort of convinced, I guess that's one and a half people. We'll pick up with that uh, next time. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for this. Uh, we appreciate your time, and we hope that you had fun listening. And if you want to follow us on the social medias, you can and should do that. You can find us at allegedly D and D pod. That's the letter D letter N letter D at allegedly D and D pod on Facebook, on Instagram. Um, I guess we still exist on Twitter. I guess Twitter still exists, which truly baffles me every day continues to be a truth. Um, you can email us at gmail.com for plugs our forever plug. Please check out our sister podcast, JK. We're rolling a wonderful, fantastical, magical adventure starring um, some wizard teens in a wizard school who are doing some wild things. They're awesome and very funny. Contin continue to be funnier in their second language than I am in my only one. So that's good for them. Uh, any additional plugs? I want to plug my love plug, for you guys. Plug you with my love. Like I want to plug the nap that I'm going to take after this recording. Oh man. Yeah. Hey. Hey. 
Shout out to Caroline's Naps. Shout out to shout out to Naps. Just shout out to the Naps. Like, shout out to the Naps. Everyone, if nobody else got me, this episode. the Naps got me. May you all enjoy your naps after listening to this episode. And uh, once we're done napping, we'll catch you next time. Markum print. Nobody's ever died on Fisk's campus. It's like a Disney World. They just dump you outside the grounds right before you technically die so they can say no one's ever died.